What's up, America? My name is Christian Rada. Sorry, guys. I know. On and off, I've been on. I've been trying to post as much as I can, but it's been kind of busy um, during these last couple of days. I know the, from January 6th, it's been a whole roller coaster. Ten days after now, I'm recording this on January 16th. Time has gone by, but you remember when I told you it's just only starting? You know, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but probably are, because most of my listeners and watch uh, viewers are come from Facebook, Twitter, Face, uh, Instagram, and they get this healthy amount of news. Not just from me, though, but from the platforms that they watch. These echo chambers of Twitter and Facebook, where they that's the only thing that they truly wa- watch or listen to, or how they get their news. It's this addiction that we do with our phones that when we pop up a notification and we go up to it and we get some excitement and we say, oh, the headliner, but we don't actually read the whole story. And that's the problem. And that's how they get you. Some people don't have that time to look at the whole story. And then you get these two polarizing sides that come against each other, having two different views of what the truth is. Maybe one side more true, more truer than the other, but there's complete and total differences. And that culture is what is destroying our nation entirely. We used to be a nation that depended and thrived on free speech. Free speech means some sort of hate speech. Like, I can call someone a bad word. Yeah, that's hate speech. It should be still free speech. There's a point where intent and incitement to violence is not acceptable. I can't tell someone to let's go storm the Capitol and kill a load of people. That isn't free speech. That is inciting hate. And that's inciting for violence. And that is unacceptable. But to say, F Trump or F Biden or F everywhere, I hate this whole country, X, Y, and Z, all those stuff. Or the Democrats are the secret deep state that is there to kill everybody. Like that, even though I truly don't believe that. Should be protected. People should be protected. And I know. Twitter takes a very ideological base on this. This is where I criticize in a way, and but also I have to acknowledge that there's some sort of value in this. A prime example is Twitter's view on transgenders. Transgenders, there's two different views on the ideology. Republicans and conservatives and more traditionalists believe that gender is based off of just the two, what you're born with. The two genders, the two sexes, what you're, what you're born with, and it has been for thousands and thousands of years. But there's now this new, new modern approach more pushed towards the left saying that gender is malleable gender can be whatever and the transgender community is able to express themselves and say hey if i'm a man and i want to be a girl i want to be a girl and power to you you can if you want i don't care it's not my life it's your life but if you were to have these this debate on twitter saying oh you can never turn into a woman a man is a man and a woman is a woman and for hundreds of thousands of years that has been true but on twitter that's compared hate, uh, called hate speech if you tell that to someone part of the transgender community. And although I agree with it because it is disrespectful to the transgenders, that is a very firm point of how there's an ideological base of like one way of thinking. So the conservative view that has been there for hundreds of thousands of years thinking of two genders is now considered hate speech and is now banned on Twitter. Now, if we were to have a political and healthy discussion on how we can move about this and what, how our society can benefit, we would use these platforms like Twitter and Facebook, etc., and all these different sites to be able to have that conversation and maybe either understand the differences and move on and form a better community, 
or explain the differences. But if we are to push these voices away that differ from our own, down in the crevice, are they really gone? I don't think so. And the data shows it. You've been seeing conservatives on Facebook and Twitter who say they are being blacklisted, they're being censored, they're being pushed out because they have descending views that compared to liberals. And if you didn't realize, media is has a liberal bias, like I gave you with example for Twitter. And although, like I said, I want to make this clear, I kind of I do agree with the stance. You shouldn't be inciting hate. And most people, if you're looking at this conversation, you're probably telling them, "Oh, you're not who you are." Probably to antagonize them. That's not fair. I don't believe you should be able to do that. But if you you want to have a healthy conversation and move about it, like hard topics like that, you're gonna be, you need to be able to be more respectful, um, more respectful, and be able to have those tough conversations. There's a difference between respect and complete harassment, and I want to make that clear. But that's just one commonplace. Say, for example, COVID-19. What if we have two different views on how the, what the data is showing? It's not that facts just only go one way. There could be facts on both sides. But this is where we need to have this conversation. But you're seeing companies push to only one side of the aisle. And now you're seeing conservatives purge out of these social media companies. And that's what they've been telling them lately. If you, if you, in a lot of media correspondents and outlets saying, hey, if you don't like the conversation and you don't like being not being able to be heard on this platform because whatever, then go somewhere else. And that's where a lot of people did. A lot of people moved to Parlor. And I bet you you think of Parlor like, wow, Parlor, isn't that that conspiracy conspiracy theorist white nationalist fascist program for all the Trump supporters? No. Not entirely. Maybe there might be a little proportion, but not entirely. It's those voices that have been pushed away and castigated away from the mainstream media and the mainstream circuits. That's why you get a lot of people. Like, they're starting to see... I remember when Donald Trump got... When Donald Trump got banned on Twitter these past couple of days, Parler became the number one um, application on App Store, Google Play, and everything. Hundreds of thousands of conservatives are pushing out because this is what's going to happen. You are getting... One voice only being heard, or one echo of voices being heard. And you're seeing this now. Censorship is a huge thing that's going to happen. If you, if The thing is, even Facebook has admitted to this. Their fact checks are based off of popular opinion, not true fact. Popular opinion. So if we believe this to be utmost true, then it's the truth. And that's not, that's not how it's supposed to be. That's not truth. That is George Orwell's doublespeak. We're better than this. We are, but we are having a society that's pushing away and we're gaining this more form of censorship. And even I have experienced the censorship now. I had a video on the January 6th. It was probably one of my biggest videos. It had, I think, 54 views. I know, that's still a small growing channel, but it's my highest video. It was an achievement. It was on January 6th when I posted on to give a little cue on what the riots, what happened, like what was going on. And prior to, my video didn't come out, it uh, was a little bit before they finally continued the electoral count. So I didn't know, or the viewers didn't know, what ended up happening when I published that video. But what I did say was, before they counted the electoral vote, what was going on? How it was a peaceful protest from hours beforehand, and Trump was still giving his speech at around 11, 12 in the morning. While then, you see rioters started already marching down to the Capitol and destroying things. And now, I, I told people again, 
Trump is at blame for this. But there are other factors and other players that are blamed too. It's the media. It's other politicians. It's establishment. It's, it's ourselves. This is the culmination of what has been going on these past couple of years. And it's finally exploded. And people, normal people saw it. And now I was trying to explain to that. And I was trying to explain what is going on and what can happen and how prior to the riots, Senator Cruz had this new proposal of a special counsel of, I believe it was four House Republicans, four senators, four Supreme Court justices. It might have been five of each. I don't remember the exact details. But I, I, that's what I said. And that maybe could have changed the election. But due to uh, YouTube's new policy, I got this beautiful email. Check this out. Hi, what's up, America? We want to let you know our team reviewed your content and we think it's violated our spam deceptive practices and scam policy. We know you may not have realized this was a problem of our violation policies, so we're not applying to strike your channel. However, we've been removed some of this content. Trump supporters march in the Capitol. Ted Cruz pushes for special counsel. We realize this may be disappointing news, but our job to make sure that the YouTube is a safe place for all. If you think we made a mistake, you can appeal it. And I did appeal it. I'm going to. I haven't heard back from them, but I've appealed it so far. And what our policy says, the content that advances false claims that widespread voter fraud errors or glitches change the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Craziest thing that made me so mad, this video had nothing to do with election voter fraud. Nothing and not at all. I only gave the news. I told them what was going on, what were the Trump supporters, what was Trump saying, what ended up happening, how many people died, what uh, Senator Ted Cruz said. And what could have been? I never made any allegation that Trump was going to win. Never once. I said to people before, if I had a normalcy bias, I think President Biden, who is now our president, was going to win. I just said there was a possibility that Trump could win. Never once did I say he was going to win. But then you get face, uh, suffer, not Facebook, YouTube trying to make their own rules. YouTube trying to say, hey, you talked about that, so we're going to take down your video. At no point when I mentioned Trump was going to win this election in that video. No point. At no point did I ever mention voter fraud. So what are they doing? So did someone just ban me? Or did someone flag my video? Did someone do something? Or is it just an algorithm that said, Oh, Trump supporters? Ted Cruz. Let's just ban the video. Trump's being banned everywhere. His supporters are going to start being banned everywhere. People who have dissenting thoughts from what the, for the mainstream idea are going to be banned. I made a joke to my girlfriend. I said, watch, I'm only just starting my YouTube journey and me doing my own investigative reporting. And watch, one day I will probably be censored. And you know what? Two days later, I was censored. And people, my mom told me, you should be scared a little bit. It's just, you need to calm down. Relax. But the thing is, I have to tell you something. The truth. I did not make these claims, but I'm being punished because I don't follow their view. And maybe you two might strike down this video again. And I don't know. But you are going to see Hundreds of thousands of people lose their voices and they've tried to show their voices in other areas like Parlor or like Gab. They are trying, but that's not what they want. They claim unity. That's not what they want. They want complete and total suppression. And that's the disgusting thing. How can we move on as a nation? How can we go on? How can we actually be the United States of America? Because in reality, after this, you know, January 6th, we should have come together. But instead, we want co collective responsibility against Trump. That's what we should do. We should collectively blame Trump. How about we collectively blame each other and come together and just push this easy transition of powers, which Trump has been calling for after. This is a disgrace to our democracy.
It's a disgrace to our fellow Americans. We are supposed to be the land of the free, but we are taking away that free speech. And now it is, honestly, it's conservatives versus the world, versus the, the society. Now, Parler is going to hit back on Amazon with their lawsuit for them booting off their social media platforms due to the motivation by political a political animus. Parler filed a lawsuit on Monday accusing Amazon of violating antitrust laws when it removed the social media site from the web. The lawsuit explains that the Amazon Web Services has signed a multi-year deal with Twitter, as well as Parler, a conservative microblogging alternative and competitors to Twitter. When Twitter announced two evenings ago that it was permanently banning President Trump from its platform, conservative users began to flee Twitter and MS for Parler. The suit reads, The exodus was so large that the next day, yesterday, Parler became the number one free app downloaded from the a Apple's Apple Store. The lawsuit goes on to note that while AWS claimed it was booting Parler due to concerns and main site violence, one of Twitter's top, trending, top trends on Friday night was Hang Mike Pence, and AWS has no plan nor has made any threats to suspend Twitter's account. Don't get me wrong, there were probably were incitements of hate on or incitements of violence on Parler. And this is a smaller company. They probably they probably had less abilities to mitigate th this conversation. But Twitter doesn't. Twitter has hundreds of thousands of employees. Twitter has... So... There's Hang Mike Pence, right? A conservative is getting threatened. But when it's the other way around, the only... The people who are going against the liberals are punished. So you can talk smack about conservatives. You can threaten violence against conservatives or others that don't agree with you. And you won't get punished. But when they say the exact same opposite to you, you will... And that's a double standard. And I don't agree with any incitement of violence at all, like hang Mike Pence. Or whatever they said, like storm the Capitol. But we are getting only a one-sided dimension of this. We are alienating Americans. AOS announced that it would suspend Parler's account, the suit reads. It stated that the reason of the suspension was that AWS was not confident Parler could properly police its platform regarding content that encourages and incites violence against others, while they had hang Mike Pence on Friday when they took down Parler. That's really, really funny. Not the hang Mike Pence part, obviously. But it's funny how no one cares. It's funny how Twitter gets away with this. Honestly, it's disgusting. However, Friday night, one of the top trending tweets on Twitter was Hang Mike Pence, but AWSS has no plans nor has made any threats to suspend Twitter's account, the suit adds. The lawsuit alleges that AWS's decision to effectively terminate Parler's account is apparently motivated by political animus. It is also apparently designed to reduce competition in microblogging services market to benefit of Twitter, the suit reads. Thus, AWS is violating Section 1 of the Sherman Anti-Act Trust in combination of the defendant Twitter. <sighs> They're not allowed to have their own political say. No one is. We are seeing authoritarianism. We are seeing a monopoly of individual thought. Only one side of individual thought. Being spread and castigated, or spread everywhere. Twitter gets to say whatever it wants, but Parler can't. Gab can't. So what's more? We've had an exodus of conservatives moving to the other platforms, i.e. Parler and Gab. Donald Trump has been banned on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. He even went on the POTUS account just for once, and he made a tweet, and it got banned. That's the president of the United States. 
And yes, you might think he's irresponsible. Yes, he might say stupid things. But he's the president of the United States. If we're going to use social media platforms to have political discourse and use our first, uh, our free speech, how can the president of the United States be censored? All his tweets were deleted. All of them. Those that is, that is modern day historical information and context we need. We, one day we can actually go back to see what he said. Yes, it might be funny a little laugh later, and that I can't believe a sitting president is Donald Trump or whatever. But that is history. We are deleting our own history. That is dangerous. Now, luckily, we have Gab, another uh, platform like Parler, who reinstated all his tweets and all the um, everything about it. I don't know if Donald Trump uses it, um, but they are all his tweets that he used to have. And now our history is being attacked. Even Macaulay Culkin. Like, little kid from Home Alone wants Donald Trump removed from Home Alone too. I think he had, what, five seconds in it? So now we're even deleting Donald Trump in our history before he was president? Are we just trying to get rid of the idea that Donald Trump was once in our history? That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy how we're trying to manipulate others. If you, I believe George Orwell said, if you manipulate the past, you can manipulate the present and the future. If we are rewriting our past... To be the way that the, the leftists or the way that popular majority opinion wants it to be. Then we'll just follow the machine and the cog. We won't actually have our own individual thought. And now you're getting people like like uh, Dorsey, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, trying to back up his claims. Saying it's just extraordinary and unattainable circumstances following Mr. Trump's permanent suspension. He, he wants to promote... A, a, a healthier conversation between these platforms. He says, I do not celebrate or feel pride in having to ban real Donald Trump from Twitter. Sure, you don't. Or how he got here. After a clear warning, he'd take his action. We made a decision the best information we had based on threats to physical safety, both on and off Twitter. Was this correct? No. This wasn't correct. And this is what I've been telling people. If you keep on pushing these people out of these public domains of conversation and even the radicals, it's better to let the radicals talk on the main platforms. If the radicals are able to talk on Twitter and Facebook and be seen in public sphere, people can outright call it. You start pushing them out and sending them to different platforms, they create their own little echo chambers hidden from the world. And you won't even be able to see it and you won't even see it coming to you. Like I said before, January 6th was the realization of our splitting America and how we are killing ourselves. We are getting rid of our first speech, our uh, first amendment, our freedom of speech. That is protects us. That is what gives us sovereignty well that's what gives us our say in this democracy because if we are not able to go against or speak out against our own government then we're not really under a government we're under a dictatorship people want to call for unity people want to say this people want to joe biden calls for unity right joe biden has hired people within his own organization who follow this monopoly who are from these media companies from ex-facebook members ex-twitter members they're all the same thing. It's the crony establishment. They're all the same thing. And you know, quick little sh um, stunt on Biden when he says claims for unity. President Joe-elect Joe Biden on Friday compared U.S. Senator Josh Hawley to a Nazi propaganda minister, Joseph Goebbels. Biden made the comparison during a press conference Friday after a reporter asked him whether or not Hawley and U.S. Senator Ted Cruz should resign. They're part of a big lie, Biden said. Goebbels, 
and the great lie. You keep repeating that lie and repeating the lie. Goebbels was the key figure to the rise of the power of Adolf Hitler in Nazi Germany. Holly on Friday responded, calling it utterly shameful. President-elect Joe Biden has compared me and another Republican senator to Nazis. You read that correctly. Think about that for a moment. Let it sink in. Because I raised questions to form format prescribed by the laws of the United States about the way elections were conducted in the state of Pennsylvania, just as Democrats did in other states in 2001, 2005, and 2017. He's calling me a Nazi for checking on this. This is undignified, immature, and intemperate behavior from the president-elect. It is utterly shameful. He should act like a dignified adult and retract these six comments, and every Democrat member of Congress should be asked to disavow these disgusting comments. But you won't get this. You will start getting even members of OAOC saying we should start blacklisting these Trump supporters. We should remember the names. Remember the names. Because one day, once we control all the power, we could put them in... in uh, we can finally rain down the consequences they deserve. I don't know, guys. This is crazy. Free speech is being attacked, but half of America is not even paying attention. Or they are, but they don't know what to do about it. Next segment coming up is about um, Trump's impeachment, what it means, what it can be about. <sighs> Trump, second president to be impeached. Uh, no, first president to be impeached twice. Crazy, crazy stuff. All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching. I appreciate it. Um, please like, share, and subscribe. Because if you start sharing these videos, that's the best way I can start gaining a, uh, an audience and start... Keep telling people some of the news. Yes, I tell a little bit of the news in my opinion, but I, I want to make sure like people see th these differences on like on what the culture and what is going on in America. Um, I try to look at myself as not a hard, uh, not a Republican, hardcore Republican or a hardcore conservative. I'm more of a libertarian centrist. I I agree mostly right now with a lot of Republicans right now and this culture war aspect not to the extent of how much conservatism is being attacked but what it can mean for the general outlook in our society so if you think if i if i give a kind of a base or different view that isn't too biased then let me know and just share the video leave a thumbs up all right thanks guys take it easy